Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, the sports historian Lex Anderson, talking about the timeout that wasn't called. Has Denver Nuggets coach Mike Malone potentially given the Miami Heat the NBA championship? I'm going to discuss it right here and right now. So let's get to it. Thrilling game two, final score 111 108. As the Denver Nuggets undefeated at home no longer. No longer because one, Nikola Jokic, the Joker, when he scores 40 plus points, the Denver Nuggets are 0 and 3 this season in the playoffs. The Joker also had only four assists. The Denver Nuggets are 0 and 9 when the Joker has 5 assists or less. And even worse, the Miami Heat defeat the Denver Nuggets for the first time since March of 2018, a span of 1897 days. Oh, and don't worry, it gets worse. At one point, the Denver Nuggets were up by 15, up by 8 going into the 4th because the numbers don't lie. Denver was 11-0 when leading by double digits at any point in the game, in the playoffs, and 37-1 this season when leading by at least 8 points entering the 4th quarter. But what do the Miami Heat do? They outscored Denver 17-5 in the first three minutes and 17 seconds of the fourth quarter, taking the lead by good. And then they went up on 12. And they survived Jamal Murray's three-point shot in which, again, Coach Mike Malone not only gave the game to the Miami Heat, but he potentially might have given them a championship inadvertently because If you watch the game, it's open to interpretation, but I saw the NBA referees turning against the Denver Nuggets in their house. It was damning. Damning. KCP emptied his clip against the Lakers, his former team, and he has nothing for the Denver Nuggets in the finals. He is a human foul machine. That's what I saw. However, let's give props to the Miami Heat. People are still, you know, anyone who said that they would be getting swept clearly has no knowledge or respect for the game. Lord knows the Lakers went down swinging, but even I saw the writing on the wall. The Joker and Jamal Murray will get theirs. It is your job to stop everyone else and that is why the Miami Heat can potentially take down the Denver Nuggets there's a lot of social and media manipulation about oh the Denver Nuggets and the altitude they're so dangerous if they're so dangerous if the Denver altitude is so you know imposing on opponents why are they in their first ever NBA Finals in their 47-year existence. 
something to think about. If you have a brain and want to think about it instead of parroting what you hear post-game on the nationwide sports leader, the Foxies, the corporate shows, they've been brought by the almighty dollar. They will not lead you to the way of truth because the truth says that game two was Miami's seventh double-digit comeback win of this postseason. Tied for the most such wins in a single postseason in the last 25 years. Joining the Warriors from last season and the Miami Heat in 2011 and 2012. So you're telling me that the Miami Heat three times in the last 25 years have the most double-digit comeback wins. That's insane. That's crazy. That is crazy. (laughs) No, really, that is... Wow, like... What do you want with that? As a team, Bam Adebayo was holding it down. This man was holding it down in the fourth quarter, facilitating, passing, setting screens, doing all that. Miami Heat as a team, Gabe Vincent, 23, Max Struess, 14. People laughed on social media. You could follow me at Lex Anderson underscore WS on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Sports Opinion Log. Type it in, there I are. And yes, I know what I'm saying. There I are, there I is, there I am. So then you have Adebayo with 21 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Jimmy Butler, 21 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. See how that inverts? Duncan Robinson, 10 points, all scored in the 4th quarter. That's crazy. That's dominating. That's getting a a game two win, tying a series at one apiece, and now you get to go down to Miami. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, with that being said, now I have to rip Mike Malone. Post-game, he talks about Are we executing the game plan correctly? And are we doing it with energy and force? Close quotes. You'd have to ask Mike Malone because when the Nuggets were falling apart as the referees suddenly weren't taking their side, they fell apart. KCP committing stupid, silly fouls. Shots being uncontested. Not that the Denver Nuggets play defense anyway, right? But that's where we are with this team. And again, the most damning stats. No longer undefeated at home. The aura of invincibility has been stripped from the Denver Nuggets. Now, I said Denver Nuggets in five. I should have said six, being respectful. But, you know, I have to stick with what I said. Can't change horses in mid-race. I might, maybe I could say, well, I might, if it goes to a fifth game, obviously if it goes past a fifth, I would still say Denver in six. 
But at, on the plus side, if the Miami Heat upset the Denver Nuggets, then I could rip the Denver Nuggets being a Laker fan. But then again, when I look at the stat line, who really wants it? It definitely wasn't KCP. Six points. Clearly wasn't Michael Porter Jr. Five points. Two of eight from the field, one of six from three. That will not get the job done. Aaron Gordon, slam dunk. Coulda, shoulda, would've won a slam dunk contest, but he didn't. 12 points. Five of seven from the field. Two of two from three. He could have shot more. Blue Arrow, Jamal Murray, 18. Three of eight from three. Not good enough. So here's my thing about Mike Malone and why he might have inadvertently handed the Miami Heat a championship. One, there's talk that Tyler Harrow might return. But I'm seeing something even more disturbing on social media. People are saying that Mike Malone did the right thing by not calling time out. What are we talking about? There was maybe 12 seconds from the point where the ball was rebounded and Jamal Murray is bringing it up court to when he shot the three. There was at least 12 seconds and counting. They had a timeout. Why are you not calling a timeout to save yourself the seconds that the ball was being brought up the court? Everybody's talking about, oh, well, by Denver not calling a timeout, you don't allow the Miami Heat to set up their defense. Well, silly, that's why you're supposed to set up an offensive play. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Either way, one will negate the other, but you have to let it play out. We are talking about the NBA Finals, and this is maddening. I have never not seen a game where teams don't take a timeout to set up a play to either win the game or force overtime. You don't just trust your players, Mike Malone. This isn't Phil Jackson with the Chicago Bulls or the Los Angeles Lakers where you're letting Jordan and Pippen and Kerr and Paxton and Rodman and Kuko, you're not letting them do their damn thing. This isn't the Lakers. You're not letting Derek Fisher and Kobe and Shaq do what they need to do because those are championship pedigree players. That's not what the Denver Nuggets are. The Denver Nuggets are in the NBA Finals for the first time ever. Their coach needed them and he let them down, plain and simple. But yet the social media manipulation is that he did the right thing by letting the play unfold by not using that one timeout that he had. Maybe we truly are living in an alternate universe, in an alternate reality. Maybe the government and the scientists really did do something with that CERN machine affecting all matters of reality because this ain't it. I've never not seen anybody call a timeout to set up a play. You have Porter. You have the Blue Arrow, Jamal Murray. You have the Joker. Capable 
three-point shooters. Makes no sense whatsoever. So, And then, of course, the other losers are like, so what? It's only one game. Okay. And have we not ever seen one game tilt a series in favor of a team that was an underdog and suddenly now upsets the so-called team that was supposed to win it all and take it all? Come on. What are we talking about here? But to each their own. Everybody has an opinion. Henceforth, the sports opinion log. But you can't, with some people on social media, you can't can't even come to a point of agreeing. You know, it's just not even a fact of agreeing to disagree. Just terrible. Like, what do people want? Lord Lord help us all. So yes, as far as I'm concerned, going to Miami, the Nuggets are in trouble. I'll still say Nuggets in five, but we'll see how it plays out. But as of right now, the momentum has swung to the side of the Miami Heat. Can they capitalize it in game three? We shall find out. My in closing will be a little bit of NHL action because I did see it. And if I see it, I'm going to speak on it, which would be the Texas, excuse me, (laughs) excuse me, the Las Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Florida Panthers, the Las Vegas Golden Knights beat down the Florida Panthers like they owed them money. Final score 7-2. They lead the series 2-0. And the Panthers, I'm sure they can't wait to get back home. They're going to need it. Sadly for the Panthers, they are also still searching for their first Stanley Cup final win. They are 0-6 all-time in the Stanley Cup finals. That is not good. That is not good whatsoever. And, you know, this is when the pressure is going to mount. As for the Las Vegas Golden Knights, they are 7-0 all-time at home versus the Panthers, including playoffs. Somebody's in trouble. (laughs) Somebody is in trouble. That would be the Florida Panthers. But let's see, you know, home cooking is on the menu but yeah when a team drops uh seven runs on you sorry seven goals excuse me seven goals on you Oof. gonna be a lot of soul searching on the ride home especially only because of the fact that they're still looking for their first stanley cup finals win you've got to get that monkey off your back well let's see how it turns out That is my in closing. And you know what? I think I had a little something else extra, actually. Excuse me. So the NHL recap was my 
in closing, but I will just drop a little dime here only because this is also NBA and also because I'm the sports historian that back to the NBA, I'm going to segue back, that the Joker is the second player in NBA history to lead both teams outright in points and assists in the NBA Finals debut. Michael Jordan did it in 1991. And also, the Joker is the third player in NBA history to have at least 500 points, 200 rebounds, and 150 assists in a single postseason, joining the king, the chosen one. We are all witnesses to his greatness, LeBron James, who did it four times, and Larry Bird back in 1987. And with that being said, thank you, Sports Fans Nationwide, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.